Good morning. Good Friday morning. I'm Spencer Rivers, and welcome to our 8 o'clock block brought to you by Boss Services. Boss Services raising the standard for heating, cooling, plumbing, electrical in southwest Michigan. One-day bathroom upgrades, uh, windows, duct cleaning, you name it. And we want to say good morning to Mr. Jeff Street from Boss Services. Good morning, Spencer. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm surviving. I am, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm looking out the window watching squirrels, which is a very good use of time. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, they're just out in the yard frolicking in the sunshine. <laughs> well, yeah, sort of. All right, let's uh, see what you want to talk about this morning. You always have interesting subjects, and uh, um, we noticed uh, in in California, going to our what we're going to talk about, yeah. That they're going to uh, ban gas-fired uh, furnaces starting in 2030. And uh, I wonder what you thought about that and uh, if you see that coming uh, to our area at all. Yeah, I mean, California is always at the <laughs> the very tip of the spear when it comes to, I'm going to say, weird uh, things that you wouldn't expect <laughs> to be passed. And, you know, so banning gas-fired furnaces, you know, it's it's crazy and i don't want to really get into the the politics behind this but um northern california is cold and they definitely rely on some gas furnaces for heat so um they're i mean they're pushing for uh to go electric on everything which i mean it, good or bad um it can be debated and they've decided that you know gas is bad and fossil fuels are bad so they want to go electric but what does that mean for us it, right now? It means nothing for us. However, if you uh, look back at history, it means that eventually somebody in the great state of Michigan is going to say, hey, look what California did a couple of years ago. I think we should try that. Um, so, I mean, yeah, it's it's the it's the push for from, you know, the, the federal government to electrify your home and electrify your vehicles and electrify everything. Uh, they want to electrify America right now. And, uh, and they're putting stuff in place for that. Yeah. That's just wondering about that because uh, the, uh, like I mentioned before, the electricity has to be produced and I don't know uh, how California is, but around here um, since they shut down Palisades, uh, of course, cook is still operating. But uh, we see a number of gas-fired power plants around here. Yeah, and I think they're they're looking at it from the efficiency of the equipment too. But also, um, you know, they they just passed the Inflation Reduction Act that took uh, took effect this month, and it's such a huge uh, a huge bill. Everybody's still trying to get into the details and put policies in place. But one of the things in that was a big push for electricity in your home. So they're pushing for solar systems on your home and, you know, stuff like that. So, I mean, if everybody was producing, not everybody, um, if even if uh, a quarter of the population was producing enough energy that they could run their own home, you know, how much stress does that take off of the, the power grid? So I think that's the the logic behind it is to put incentives in place to start producing more power in your home or, and uh, 
and kind of ease the burden of the power plants. But then also there's huge incentives for power companies to create these massive solar and wind farms too. So um, I think it's a, it's a multi you know pronged approach to electrify everything, but yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what the future holds on all that. That, and I've read some articles about uh, some areas are thinking about banning gas-powered stoves. I saw that the other day, too. Yeah. No, so, it's, yeah, good or bad. My wife loves a gas stove. I'm happy with an electric one, though. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, I guess uh, they're talking about uh, the fumes or, or substances that come off of burning gas right in your kitchen. I guess that's yeah. uh, the environmental stuff. But uh, an article that I read recently said, well, it's not that big a deal. If you have a, what do they call a range hood or range vent to vent outdoors, or like I do in, in my house, by but right behind the gas stove is an, a window. And they said, uh, you know, crack the window open and it will take care of it. And it's really not, nothing to worry about. Yeah. And yes, if you do it. If you turn on that fan or if you open that window, if you're just, you know, if you just have your stove running for, you know, if you're burning those gas for burners for an hour, uh, yeah, you're putting that, uh, that CO into your home. So I mean, if you have any gas appliance in your home, you should have a CO monitor. Uh, and, and we've talked about that in the past too. So, mm-hmm. um, then we, you know, we were talking a little bit more about the, this inflation reduction act and the, uh, and, and the incentives to go electric, the, huge incentives that are coming out they're doing they're putting out a lot of tax uh tax credits for solar systems and heat pumps so you can do you know you see you're not burning those fossil fuels to heat your home either so uh and then the power company they also have rebates um instant rebates mail-in rebates and all that stuff um for your systems too and the power company is not uh they have not released what their rebates are yet so we don't know what you know, dollar amount they're looking at. But uh, I think between a rebate and a tax credit, you can probably upgrade your system um, for just, you know, next to nothing. Um, so that's pretty amazing. And when you're doing taxes this year, ask your uh, your accountant about the about the tax credits that are coming up. He's they're, they're all the accounting offices are digging into it. So they should know what you can what you can get tax credits on for 2023, too. Okay. And uh, speaking of heating your home, one thing I'd like to get into, uh, if you would, would be uh, uh, maybe an explanation about geothermal. Maybe a lot of people, uh, including me, don't know uh, the specifics on that and exactly what it is, how it works, and if it can save you money in the long run. Um, Geothermal is just magic. So that's really all you need to know. It's just magic. (laughs) <laughs> now it's uh geothermal there's a couple different uh different systems so there's the, the traditional systems are uh the loops so you can either have vertical or horizontal loops um into your ground and we do we do vertical so you're you're drilling down i don't know how many feet you're drilling down a whole lot of feet into the ground and you're putting in these giant loops that circulate uh, a water glycol mixture the glycol keeps it from freezing um and you're running that into your home. And so when you get down below a certain depth, the ground temperature is constant year round. And I want to say it's like 45, 50 degrees, something like that, but it's year round. It's the same. Um, if you've noticed your well water is usually the same temperature 
uh, in the summer and winter, which is cold. So it's that same, that same theory. You're basically, you're circulating this water, uh, mixture deep into the ground to warm it or cool it or however, you know, whatever it needs. And then you're running that into the house into a super efficient system that turns that water into, uh, cool or warm air so it's got it's basically uh i'm not gonna say it's a heat pump technology but it's something you know similar to that where it's going to use that for for hot or cold uh hot or cold uh air to circulate through your home sorry that that's the loops there's also an open loop system where it'll just uh you can take it out of your out of your well and just uh, or uh, and dump it you know into a pond or whatever um just dump it back into your yard not as great and then there's the uh the well connect system which we have talked in depth about which is kind of a it's a hybrid system so it your well pumps it out but it's just a real real low flow rate and then it dumps it back into your your either your drain field from your sump pump or your uh or you just put make a new drain field into your yard well how does the the water get heated um i don't know that's magic that's the magic part i don't know <laughs> like i know it goes I, to me, it's it is um, magic. It uses the internal components and it uses the air temperature from around the unit in your home. And I mean, how does a a Mitsubishi is rated to produce heat at negative nine degrees? I mean, I cannot even. They sent an explainer video to me, and I still can't figure that out. So I yeah, I have no idea. It's it's technology that I will probably never personally understand um, how you can pull heat out of air that is below freezing. So, but yeah, somehow they do it. Well, in my case, my wife would say I have plenty of hot air here. Yeah. And so, maybe that's it. Maybe it's just a, you know, there's just a guy sitting down there blowing on the, your, your water <laughs> as it comes in the house. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You can read about all this stuff on our website. We, and, and also you can just chat us about it. We can, we could talk. Uh, I won't be the guy that's talking about it um, because I only know the uh, the wave top of these types of things, but we have experts that can talk for hours about solar. Jeff, uh, go over that website one more time, will you? Yep, uh, thebossservices.com. Tons of info, um, articles, podcasts to listen to, all that good stuff. Okay, and uh, people just want to call you on the phone. How do they do that? 269-468-6682. 24 hours a day, answered here locally by our call center. Well, that is Jeff Street from Boss Services. Boss Services raising the standard, of course, for heating, cooling, plumbing, electrical in southwest Michigan, bathroom upgrades, uh, duck cleaning. Thanks a lot, Jeff. We'll talk to you later. Hey, thanks, Spencer.